Hey, this show's brought to you by Manscaped. 20% off free shipping. If you didn't get clipping this holiday season, you can with Manscaped. Ship free to your house. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Steve Dangle Podcast. Powered by Sports Interaction. Wanna bet? The Steve Dangle Podcast. With your hosts, Steve Dangle, Adam Wilde, and Jesse Blake. All right, so we're going to jump into Dave Bassel in just a second here. And then, at Jesse, it's a very special uh, Xmas episode because it is all questions, non hockey. That is correct. I received over 200 and something questions. And I got to answer all of them? So we're going to filter through every single one of them because we care about the listeners. We will get to all the questions and we will answer them with long winded answers. Yeah. Uh, first, though. <laughs> Let's get into some props that Jesse himself asked for. Woo! William Nylander, an all-William Nylander edition of You Can Bet That. You Can Bet That with David Bastel. Brought to you by Sports Interaction. Get in the action and make a play. 19 plus. Please play responsibly. All right, listen. There's nothing we want to give you more on this, the second episode of Christmas Week, than Willie. We want to give you a bunch of Willie. I, yep. I say... Did you get your Christmas Willie? Sure Dave's going to give you the Christmas Willie. Dave, what oh, do we yeah. got in terms? Because this Jesse uh, Jesse has been has been asking them for this, this forever. Is, You're finally this is giving a him Jesse what he wants. Blake special. This is a Jesse Blake special. You can thank him for this one. Okay, yeah, we love Willie. We love Willie. <laughs> so, what's the first prop here? So, so the first prop here, and it's a season long one, so you can kind of jump on and off the train. But I should remind you, the pro the odds go up and down as well, right? So. Mm-hmm. As as we talked about when talking to Jess about this, uh, will he lead the Maple Leafs in goal scoring? He's going to have the most goals on the team at the end of the year. And right now, the the odds of it, uh, pretty respectable, yes, at 225. Um, no is actually a favor at 157. And I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I'm... I think this guy can maintain it. Like this is goals, not points. We're talking about goals here. So, Steve, what is it right now Willie, as of this recording? Willie currently leads the Leafs with 17 goals. Austin Matthews has do, 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 climbed the ranks, and he has 15. Now this is, but this is two weeks from now, right? So, like, what easily, you're hearing easily, Will William Nylander's leading the team in goal scoring. Like, wow. I know by I don't know if I'd say easily, easy to by the end of the year. Yes. Oh, by the like, end of the season, this, you think you think by game eighty the two, there are yes. fifty two games left. Bet. Jesse Blake, the bet is: Will William Nylander lead the team in goal scoring? Here's, here's a more important the answer: stat. Is yes, he's on pace for forty seven. Yeah, 
And you think that's not the most we get. Out. Isn't that wild? Where where's the indication that Willie's going to slow down? He's found a way to to play to his strength in that he can float around now and just score goals. He's he's become a wizard at it, and I don't see it slowing down. To get to this to the second prop though, Jesse, because you're yeah. going to like this one mm-hmm. too. Also about Willie, mm-hmm. and also about what you're saying, Dave. Tell him what it is. Yeah. So over under goal total for William Nylander is at forty two and a half. Oh, I, I gotta call. I'm gonna call my girlfriend. We're gonna over. remortgage our place. <laughs> I'm gonna put all of it. All right. On, yes, over 42. That is not playing responsibly. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. But right. <laughs> I just—it's guaranteed. Here's the thing: his career high is 34. Are uh-huh. you sure? Um, new careers highs happen all the time. That's why they're career they highs. Look at Chris Kreider last year. Like he was always good. He was never fifty goal guy. That came out of nowhere. And that that's such a good point because you don't usually see guys on good teams who start really hot and then keep it going for three months just tail off. They usually keep it going for that season. If it's a one season blip, it'll be throughout the entire season. Dave, you know there's no you guys, way. You know, you know, you know what you guys are making me think of right now. We should put up a William Nylander 50 goal prop. Oh! Oh! All right. Uh, Next show, you're going to have it up? Are we going to have it up? Uh, You know what? I'll make that guarantee. Yes. 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 He'll smash the he'll smash the yes button on that bet, right, Dave? Yes, he will. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, thank you so much, Dave. We'll be back next episode with you, sir. Sounds good, guys. Happy holidays. All right, so Jesse, kick us off with the first questions. These are all non-hockey questions for the SDP. You had 278 of them. By the way, William Nylander, one of the best net front players in the National Hockey League right now. Not even a lie. I mean, it was a couple of years ago. He was the mo- he scored the most goals from in tight anybody yeah. in the NHL, and that has kept up. I, I think he's still. It's either he's top three or he still leads in that category. His shot is murderous, though. Oh yeah, like, and and already pretty good wrist shot is even better. Also, like off the top of your brain, how many times has Willie had a breakaway this season? It feels like endless amount of times. Um, several, like a lot of breakaways. Mm. Dude is incredible. Um, first question comes from like eighty different people who asked this question. Love I it. can't answer it because I've never seen it. People keep saying Die Hard. Is it a Christmas movie? I've never seen it either. Adam. The majority of the show has never seen Die Hard. I saw it once a very long time ago. It's a Christmas movie. Happens at Christmas. Christmas party where the whole thing happens. Yeah, it's a Christmas movie. Christmas movie. There you go. Yeah. Easy. Easy. I'm also, t- I'm also like, that's like, to me, is it, is it a blue dress or a gold dress? I'm just tired of the debate. Yeah, I think it happens Hot dog a sandwich was hilarious the first time. I've never been interested in the question. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it really dates you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ken Reed would have a big opinion on that. <laughs> I love you, Kenny. What do you say? I say Ken's old. <laughs> I want to, okay. Die you know what? Hard. We should have a segment with Ken, just old shit that Ken wants to talk about. Ken would love that. Tell, old tell shit us, with Ken? Old shit with Ken. <laughs> okay. That could be a I, podcast. Yes, it could. I felt stupid. That's actually true. <laughs> I felt stupid for not having an answer and, oh, yeah, I've never seen it. This movie came out the year we were born, Adam. What year is that? 88. That's the 80s. You weren't alive. It's an 80s movie? Yeah. So no one had never seen movie. it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think Bruce Willis still had hair. That's enough. Uh, How dare is you? Is Tom Cruise in it? No. Oh, okay. No. That was the, what's the other one with Tom Cruise where he's like playing on the beach? Uh, Top, Top Gun? Gun? Oh, that's okay. Playing I've never seen the, the first voice. Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Uh, next question. This is from Dave Thompson at Davey, though, 95. What is your must-watch Christmas movie? 
Doesn't have to be the best, mm. just the one you have to watch. For me, Jesse, it is Elf. Oh, that's a good. That's good my pick. number one. Extremely pick. good. Good pick. Extremely good pick. Elf is right up there. Um, I'm never gonna turn off the Home Alones. I just saw Lost in New York again the other day. It's amazing. It's Which so one is that? Good. That's the second one. Oh, second one. Yeah, the one where like called, you know, yeah. actually they're at the Trump Hotel. But it's like, you know, like... Doesn't he have a cameo? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, Merry it Christmas, you filthy it. animal. Like, that's... It comes from that. It's better than the first one. Yeah. Way better. Did you know that apparently the movie where he's... Merry Christmas, you filthy animal, that's not real? Yeah, they filmed it just for that yeah. movie. And I, I didn't know that I was watching last it. Last like, year? I was a kid watching a mobster shoot a woman. <laughs> like, that's what happens, oh, the, right? Well, that's In the, the mob movie. Yeah, but that's the whole point of that being in the thing is that he's not supposed to be watching this yes exactly exactly it's it's like you're like wow this is a and the other thing is what's amazing about john hughes movies is he's able to move from like ridiculous hum humor of like you know um uh the guy like get out of here you nosy pervert or i'll slap you silly you know that line <laughs> yeah he's able to move from that to like you know kevin Looking at the moon and saying Merry Christmas, Mom, and then and then her in Florida saying Merry Christmas, Kevin, and there's like a really touching moment, which I don't think you could really grasp until like at least I didn't really grasp how sweet that scene was until I was a parent because I had no feelings. And I think the uh, uh, the ma the amazing part about a John Hughes movie is they're able to kind of move from those sort of seamlessly because those scenes happen one after another. It's cool, beautiful. Uh, my if you're asking me, mine it's Muppet Christmas Carol. Um, oh, I really good. Love that movie. Um, and you know, and Natalie won't watch it with me because she's afraid of the ghost scene. Still, when she and her sister were kids, oh. her parents brought them to the saying, "Oh, it's the Muppets. What's the big deal?" And they screamed, we're "Marley and, and Marley. Marley!" How do you guys Ooh, remember the lines? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Our hearts were painted black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's wow. like you have to remember like that when you had VHSs back in the day. You might only have like six of them. So you would like, I remember watching Muppet uh, Christmas Carol all year long. It's like kids today, like literally, and I hate to be that guy, but kids today, you have like tens of thousands. They're all just there. I, I think my favorite Christmas movie is the year my parents illegally recorded all of the cartoons on Global. <laughs> oh, and you have to fast forward to the commercials. Yeah. Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed yep. Reindeer, Charlie Brown Christmas Special. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember all Those of them. Those movies are so good. They're good. The yeah. animation yeah. ones. Yo, flat out. The Peanuts one. Or the, or the cartoon ones. Yeah. Both of them. Peanuts one is my favorite. Peanuts is great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rudolph was Claymation. Rudolph is Claymation for, for sure. sure. And they're yeah. those are like late 40s, early 50s. The little wow. drummer boy, Rudolph, all those claymation, like stop motion animation ones yeah, yeah. are unbelievable technological feats for their day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you should actually, there are documentaries on YouTube about how those movies were made and you should watch them. They're just, fascinating. Just a lot of frustration. Uh, the other thing is, uh, I just read this story. So there's a song in Muppet Christmas Carol called The Love Is Gone or When The Love Is Gone. And it's when Scrooge is revisiting his past and his girlfriend um leaves him because she you know he won't marry her and he's not prioritizing her right when a young scrooge and whatever and yeah. i forget what her name is anyway that move that part of the movie was not in disney plus and people have hmm. been complaining for years why it wasn't on the dvds it wasn't on, on the uh, it was on the vhs but it was not on the dvds and it's it, apparently it was because they lost that scene, wow. the original scene. They lost the film from that original scene. The fucking giant the, piece of film. Yes. They, <laughs> wow. So they couldn't convert it from its format because it would have looked like shit. Mm -hmm. So apparently 
they sent people into the archives and searched and searched, and they finally found it. So this past weekend, they re-uploaded wow. the Christmas Carol with that scene. Awesome. So people, because it's a really heartbreaking scene, right? And and they just put, I was like, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it because I remember going like, why the fuck did they cut that scene? That That's was a great scene. Christmas yeah. miracle. Yeah, absolutely. And I just think it's neat that how that all works. Like, oh, wow. sorry, we're Disney and we lost some. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's true, a piece of hardware. Yes. It's not a digital technology. Yes. Like you could lose this actual piece and, of hardware. And it was Mark Henson, who is Jim Henson's son, mm -hmm. I think, son or grandson that was saying, guys, you got to find this. You gotta <laughs> yeah. find Underrated, uh, I think deserves a mention. The first episode of The Chris, uh, the Simpsons is a Christmas episode. Oh, the, yeah. The one where they get oh. Santa's little helper. From the Tracy Ullman show? Uh, I don't, I, I think, no, that's that's the one where they're all like weird, they're faces. Oh, weird all faces, it, yeah, yeah. Like, the Santa, about, like the pilot of the. Yeah, the one where they get Santa's little helper. That's a Christmas that episode, the, right? That's the first, that episode the first episode of The Simpsons. Episode of the Simpsons. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they did some really good ones. And they had all, all the fucking 30-year history of The Simpsons. Like, there's some great yeah. uh, Christmas episodes. South also does some crazy, like, I love, I love <laughs> Simpsons Christmas. I love Simpsons Halloween. Simpsons Halloween yeah. is amazing. But South Park Christmas, for me, is always going to be my favorite because there's always, it's so dark. Like, the Woodland Critter Christmas. Jesus! Where, you know, these, <laughs> I'm not even going to explain it. No. It's, it's, I remember showing somebody that and they, like, like I remember it was a friend of mine and he brought his girlfriend and, and we had a whole party and we put it on and she she didn't say much for the rest of the party because it's so messed up. The, right? the show should just be called Please Cancel Us. Yeah. And that's one of those episodes yeah. where Dark. the creators very obviously went out of their way to be like, cancel the show. I dare you. Cancel us over a Christmas special. And they never did. What's the the Christmas poo? What little Mr. Mr. Hanky. Mr. Hanky. That was it. Man, yeah. And then there's the. Mr. Hanky's hilarious. And then there's the Mr. Hanky returns with his kids and his, him and his wife <laughs> yeah. keep getting into fights. <laughs> his wife keep like yelling. A, she's a drunk. Yeah. She's, <laughs> like, she's, like, she's always got a martini. Like, it's just. Man. <laughs> Mr. Hanky's wife. That's, she's a Christmas oh, icon. Yeah. And then. <laughs> And then there's the one where I think Cartman tries to, he's been so bad all year that he's trying to make good. And he's like, and they're like, Cartman, yeah. like he's like singing with Santa. It's like, here we are at Santa's sleigh. And then he's like <laughs> making up the words as he goes along. They're like, Cartman, like that's not going to make you. It's uh, not being good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So good. Great, so great good. shit. Um, uh, I didn't even think, know what the question was. I'm trying to think if there's any other Christmas specials we need to mention, but I think we covered all of our favorites. Uh, yeah. I think the answer is Yannick Perro. Well, there there, there you go. All right. This question comes from Marcus Brady. It is for Steve Dangle and Adam Wilde because he applies here too. Question for Steve. What gifts is he getting Leo that are actually gifts for himself? Yeah. Example, I buy my baby brother Lego Star Wars gifts every year, which are really just me buying myself them since he's too young to know what's going on. Adam and Steve, do you guys buy your kids any gifts that are really for you? No. But... um. Uh, I got Leo a basketball net at the Raptors game recently, mm. and playing the mini basketball. Those are cool. It'll be for him, but I think Daddy's going to refine his game on on that. Uh, I got a gift, and Jesse knows what it is. Steve does not for Leo, but Steve and Leo are going to be able to use it, and it's going to. I'm so excited. I'm so actually, I'm really excited for this one. It's going to be a good one. Interesting. Um, Interesting. I think. For me, like Everly's into Paw Patrol and Gabby's Dollhouse, so I'm not what is really Gabby's Dollhouse. Oh, it's it's actually really cool. It's like Gabby who um is the is the girl, and then she goes into her imagination, and it's like there's several different cats. So there's like um uh DJ Catnip who creates songs. 
There's uh, uh, Kitty Fairy that lives in the garden that helps them like create, does, and it's all about crafting too. So it's like, hey, kids, you can do this too. And uh, I don't know, I really, uh, there's one that's like a cupcake cat and it cries sprinkles. Uh, and it's it's very <laughs> so when it cries it cries sprinkles it's it's really cute i don't know i i actually really like gabby's dollhouse of all the shows i'm like this That's is funny. a good show and there's like a song that's like gabby cat gabby cat gabby cat gabby cat and there's gabby cat of the day and then they pick one and then they do a song and it's like i don't know it's I, i'm not going to be playing with a lot of everly's toys i did however buy and steve and jesse have seen this a polar express train oh that's for dad to go around the tree and that is for the family but it's really for dad that's a great one it steams it puffs smoke um it it makes uh it makes chugga chugga noises and uh it has like tom hanks uh um, it says lines from the movie from the movie natalie was showing us last or yesterday when we were here because we hadn't seen it actually operate yet and she was president tom hanks is yelling shit yeah it's unbelievable and you can control it from an (laughs) app on your phone or they give you the controller too it's great what Silly. amazing there's Silly. an app with your train i know Ridiculous. it's sick it's the sick. world today uh, all right yeah the kids today next question comes from ed wang uh ed writes what are your favorite christmas dinner dishes oh. we're going dinner dishes so, only okay so like like a side dish are we talking side dish i think i think anything that's dinner christmas because if you say well turkey with f- stuffing and potatoes and whatever it's like that's every dinner so like we got to get specific, right? Mm. There's you, got, you have you have stuffing other times of the year. Uh, Thanksgiving, I've thanks I've stuffing at Thanksgiving, Christmas, and that's it. Yeah, Easter we used to, but then we did like hams, and now we don't see each other. <laughs> <laughs> My family doesn't do Easter. I'm like, well, I I told them, I'm like, guys, this is a long weekend for me. This is not. I'm we're not doing this. Jesus, <laughs> we do the we do the egg hunt. That's that's what we do. Adam said, "Fuck Jesus." <laughs> well, not a, yeah. not religious, man. So I don't How care. Dare you? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Oh, you don't like uh, just having a nice meal with family? I guess. Oh, that's fine. But we can do that anytime. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to spend true. eight hours cooking it. That's the thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, d- dishes, I think. Uh, soul fish. We have a lot of soul fish. Catholic. Mm. Right? Well, don't you have to eat fish at and, a certain and time? And Italian. And Italian. Yeah. Um, they make the bacala, but that's it's not my favorite. My favorite is the soul fish. I would say, ooh, mouthwatering right there. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the green soup, known as green soup. It's like Italian wedding soup that you get at the store, except we don't do those little circular, tiny noodle pebbles. I don't don't even know what you call them. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's far more green and leafy, Mm -hmm. and there's little uh, pork sausage balls and strips of chicken in it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I need that that in my life. That sounds really good. Oh, it is. Way better than the Anglo-Saxon Christmas dinners, I can tell you that. That's really good. Um, and on the Scots side, uh, it's not a staple. It's not there every time, but sticky toffee pudding. Yeah. What is that? Sticky toffee. Bread with a bunch of sticky toffee on it, basically, or like a cake with a, with a, oh, fuck, it's amazing. Jesse, what about you? Ah, uh, there's a couple of things that, like, I have more regularly throughout the year, but, like, now that I don't live at home, like with my dad or anything, or so we'll have them like during Christmas. There's a there's a Caribbean dish called Kalaloo. Mm. I don't know. I know it. You, I know it, but it's I like don't a, tell it's you what like it a is. spinach kind of dish. Uh. It's green. Uh, usually put on like rice and peas. Uh, it's amazing. So I'll, I'll probably have that around Christmas. And there's a this isn't a dish, but it's a drink. It's called Puncher Creamer. 
What is that? It is the greatest drink you'll ever have in your entire life. Maybe I'll bring you guys a couple bottles. Oh, I would you, love you that. might you might not not like it because it's it's milk based. Uh, that might hurt your little tummy there. I'm an eggnog uh, boy, so but, I'm yeah, pro eggnog. So by the way, so it's oh. it's like um condensed milk and rum essentially. Okay, it sounds tastes, okay. It's fucking. It's so. It's it's like a sweet milk. It's 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 absolutely delicious, and then it has alcohol in it. So it's got alcohol in it, so it curdles before it hits your stomach. <laughs> it's it's one of my favorite things in the world, and like I love that around Christmas. It's a Christmas uh, drink. Mm. So yeah, I'm gonna have that. I'll tell you, like I we have all the normal shit um, uh, uh, that you would have, but my family um, on my dad's side, at one point where we were based in the Caribbean, and. Um, and so what they attempted to do in their very British way was adopt some of the dishes from the Caribbean. How'd they do? Oh, you, you're a colonizer. That's, mm. that's absolutely right. That's what they were. They were import export. And uh, what's West, uh, West Indian <laughs> dish did they put raisins in, Adam? <laughs> they didn't do that. How were your, uh, potatoes? They took, <laughs> they took rice and peas. But, but, you know, rice and peas is rice and peas. Right? Raisin that's peas. A, that's a rice dish. And, yeah, like yeah, for my family, dish. like rice and peas is a thing. Yeah, and it's yeah. delicious. I Amazing. think every culture has their version of rice so, and peas. Yeah. <laughs> so what we did, what we did was we took the rice and peas, which were great the way they were, and we sort of mashed them up and <laughs> almost feels like it boils, boiled them down. Like and, mashed potatoes, but rice and peas, and they're green, and they oh have gosh. like a piece of onion on top of them. That's so British. To and, put onion. Oh my God. <laughs> and and it tastes like how it sounds. Did we season it? We did not season it. That's like, it's like pub food. There's no pepper. There's yep. no salt. It's just it's um it's it's the same as like drywall spackle. And oh my god, and it's food for people with no teeth. Yes, it is. It literally is. Oh my is. god, it literally is. Oh my god. And they so they took the amazing dish of rice and peas oh, and no. wrecked it. And every year we had to have it. We were, we, we oh. it was like, you're not getting dessert if you do not have the rice and peas. I and mean, the one thing the Brits do well is the sweets. Right, they do the squares yes. and all that really, really well. So you were like really pumped yeah, about it. Yeah, the, I'll defend them there. They I'll do defend them well. there. And it, <laughs> it's just the worst thing I've ever had in my whole <laughs> life. And a raw onion on top of it. Ugh. Not no, even cooked. No, it's just a raw, crunchy onion. Just raw, crunchy onion. On what's the matter with your family? I don't know. That's what's the matter with European culture. European food isn't the best. Oh, outside, okay. outside of France and Italy. France, Italy. But there's, I think, I think Germans, Germans have something to say. Schnitzel's amazing. German food is mid. Oh, I think Swedish meatballs are delicious. So, um, so, sweet. What is Swedish food? You don't like Spanish food? You don't like por- uh, sp- are we, yeah, Portuguese Spain, fish? I, guess. I mean, come no, on. Por- Portuguese, Greek? Eh. Greek, I love. So Greece, the Greek world? top tier. See, I don't think, can we get him a map? It's you know how many countries are <laughs> I think, in Europe. I think maybe you just don't like British food. I think, and I think that's fair. I think it might just be British food. By the way, can I tell you that the first <laughs> we have this thing, governing body in the in in Canada called the CBSC, and it's the Canadian Association of Broadcasting Whatever Standards Council. And if you say something bad, they can suspend you. And the first complaint I ever had launched against me was I was on Virgin Mornings. It was around Christmas time, mm-hmm. uh, and Jesse will probably remember this. And I said, uh, you can always tell. Uh, British people's cooking because it's gray, and <laughs> it's British cooking is the color British. is the color gray, and I'm yeah. British. Yeah, and like, I said yeah. I'm British. I can say this. So am I. And I got a complaint lodged against me That's saying funny. that I was discriminating against British. People. <laughs> discriminating? <laughs> I mean, this is the culture that boiled meat. I I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> Amazing. Anyway. And their food was like built out of like famine and like necessity, well, I th- right? Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, listen, if you didn't cook meat properly, you died. So that's why they boiled that shit. Um, you enjoying the Christmas episode? Yeah. Guys? So I mean, yeah, that's why a lot of that was made that way. And also, like, you got to imagine what's what's available to a rainy uh, climate that's actually further north than Canada is. Even they have a their climate's warmer, but they are further north on the map. It's there's very there's limited options. Here, can I answer that question as someone who's been to rural Scotland? Tell me. So many sheep. <laughs> so many sheep. Haggis. Haggis. I is, love a haggis. Is this gallbladder? What is it? Uh, it's a uh, sheep's liver cooked in its own stomach or whatever. Yeah. The, yeah, but it's, I mean, listen, all meat, if you ask enough questions is a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. It's no haggis is all about the, uh, the spices mm. you, you put in it. And it's, well, I, I, I will not be part of the haggis slander. It's the, the hag, the propaganda against haggis is, has, is damaged. I've heard it's good. Can you bring it's us? good. I like it. Does your family cook it? Can you bring us in? Haggis? So, so. Yeah, uh, microwave it? My Scottish in-laws don't like haggis, don't like whiskey. Oh. Ooh. My bro- uh, my one brother-in-law loves a whiskey, but yeah. So they don't make it. All right. <laughs> they don't make it. Wow. Okay. <coughs> next question. Uh, next question comes from me. Uh, it is, I wrote it down here. If you had a box with everything you ever lost in it, and I let you take one item, what item are you taking? Oh, what a good question. The Leafs TV laptop I lost when I worked there. Um, Did they make you pay for it? No, but I got a... You guys talking to the mic. I got scolded. Oh, you know what? (laughs) Okay, so this will be the placeholder right now. You know, so someone took my bag, and inside that bag, was a Leafs TV laptop. Now, I can't ask for that back because it was never my property. You know what was? The two hockey guards I had in that bag. Ah. Nazem Kadri rookie card. Ah. P.K. Subban rookie ah. card. Ah. Son of a gun. Um, if, if I were to get two, I, I got two. Um, I had a signed Colorado Avalanche Patrick Wasakic Forsberg era what? stick with all of them on it. Yo! What? And it was a goalie stick game used. What? Oh! And a Wayne Gretzky signed stick. Ah! What? And I don't know where they are. Ah! <laughs> what? what? I'm gonna beat you what up. Did you, do? What? you just lost. It? I lost some stuff from moving from Nova Scotia back to Toronto, and wow. uh, that was uh, that was it was painful. Oh, it that sucked. Hurts. Yeah, I grew up oh. with that stuff. Like it was like precious, precious cargo. I told my mom not to send it out there. She didn't listen because my mom goes, "Oh, that's interesting. That that's what you think." that you want but have you considered what i think that you want and uh and that's how it ended up out there and i knew i wasn't responsible enough to take care of it so anyway i'm sure i'll find it i'm pretty sure it's at my buddy zach's house but you know it could be in somebody else's that's unbelievable i know sucks right oh dear jesse what about you steve what was your answer uh i'm gonna say my Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior action figures that I could never find. <laughs> one Christmas, I got Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, and Randy Savage. Randy Savage is the only one I still have. <laughs> I don't know where the others are. I like that. I like that. Jesse? Um, I don't think I, I lost it because I don't think, I, I think it counts as I lost it because my mom gave it away. Um, my Sega Genesis. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it was at the time when I already had my, my it was like, I had my PS four or three by then you know i was like well into my 20s but like i still wanted my sega genesis of course like i had a bunch of games on it, it oh sick. 
complete uh, um, fucking Sonic uh, right now, but I don't have my Sega Genesis. Anymore. Thanks, Mom. Yeah. Here, I'm about to discover the age gap, even though it's only four years. Jesse, do you know what a Game Genie is? I no. don't even know what that is. No. You don't know what a Game Genie is? No. So, remember the old big square original Nintendo cartridges. Mm-hmm. So you used to put that into the game genie, which was this like shiny gold long thing that you would then plug into where the cartridge should go inside the Nintendo. And there was a book that came with the game genie full of codes and you mm. would flip to the game you wanted to play and you would enter in the code and it would allow you to like skip to the final boss or be invincible this or a cheat genie yeah. <laughs> yeah i remember buying nintendo power to make sure i could get through a game like you buy the game and you bought nintendo power with it what was to, nintendo power nintendo power is the, the magazine that would help you guide you oh, through like yeah. like legend of zelda when you're in grade three is really fucking hard right yeah. and then ign exists and then all the walkthroughs are just online yes it put them on mag- video uh, yeah, or on yeah, video, yeah, yeah. And then all the fucking video game magazines are out of business because the internet exists. I was playing Red Dead a little bit before you guys came over because I'm obsessed with it. And I, I ran into a guy in like Rhodes that was drunk by the side of the road and and he like crashes his wagon. It's one of those like, oh, yeah. instances where it just pops up mm-hmm. and he's like, could you just wait here while I go find somebody to help me clean this up? And I said, sure. And then I checked and there were people online who waited six hours. And oh, he, yeah. He never comes back because he's sleeping on a tree down the street. Yeah, you got to follow him. He just passes out at the side of the road. So it's like Rockstar likes playing practical jokes on their hilarious players. So if you're like trying to be good guy, Arthur, and you just stand there and you're like, all right, I'm going to. Yeah, you could wait there forever because the guy is literally never going to get help. Right. Yeah, and and but it's then, a random event. So and then if it's you take some of the stuff that's fail. yeah, but if you take some of the stuff, you lose your honor again. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah. hilarious. Rocks are so awesome. It's yeah. amazing. They did great shit. It's amazing. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. All right, next question comes from What the Heck Buds. Uh, They write, bread tier list. Bread tier list? Yep. I think we've briefly touched on this previously. On a regular yeah. episode, we tried to rank breads and we said it'd, it'd come up, and we never actually did the full ranking. 
I need to hear it. Give me your top three breads. Your bread tier list. All right. Starting with cake. Number one. Are we doing this? No, we're not going to do this. Don't please don't do this. I don't want to do this. Fucking dumb shit. Just get. Just do bread. Fucking bread. Uh, big big sourdough guy. I'm a my number three is a sourdough as well. Big a big crunchy sourdough. Okay, Jesse, what's your number three? I think I want to put it higher, so I'm not going to put it three, but I might put it three. Bagel. Wait, what? Oh, was that bagel. third that we were just doing? Yeah, yeah, we'll do three, two, we one. Did three, two, one. Come on, man. Oh, fuck. The perfect bagel. It's three for me. Is a bagel bread or is a bagel? No, a bagel? stop. Bagel no, is bread, just right? Just bread. Just don't you dare is devolve it? this into debate. Of course, a bagel yeah, is yeah. bread. Okay, like, what fine. are you talking about? All right, sourdough is my three. I'm going to fight you. I'll fight you. No, I don't, uh, so I'm sourdough. Yeah, three. can you give it? Let's can I get a second to think about oh this. If, if you have your list, give it out. Give your three, two, one. I don't know how you have this off the top of your head. Sourdough. Oh, number number three. Okay, fresh focaccia. Number oh, two. Goodness. You guys have had Nat's focaccia, and you haven't even had it fresh yet. It's amazing. <sighs> I'm gonna have and to then put number that one. Number two. And this is where I remember this debate because I said mm-hmm. non bread. And people were like, don't call it non-bread. It's just non. <laughs> non, yeah. Oh, like Chinese. Like bread, people bread. of 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 uh, I believe it's Indian heritage who were like, hey, can you just can you just call it you just call it non? Yeah. Well, chai we tea is it. like saying TT. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Non-bread so, saying bread bread. So yeah. non. Non is that, the best. That's your number one? Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. One? You can do anything uh, with that. You can make that shit into a sandwich, a burrito. Uh, you can just eat it, dip it with anything. Okay. Like, it's the best. It's this the is, best. Yeah, you know what? You could cover it with a raw onion. And you, you, and you just, can put your green, you're just doing green spackle shit on it from your British family. Whatever. Uh, number one, God tier. Everything seed bagel. Okay, but what about three and two? Okay. Can, but three and two we were sourdough. Specify. Bagels. Oh, yeah, we can specify bagels. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think you should. It's, it's enormously important. Yeah, yeah I think okay. it's important. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, I'll go sourdough, focaccia, everything bagel. God nice. tier. Nice. Everything bagel with nice. like bacon cream cheese. Remember Mr. Bean? Oh yeah. Not the person. Yeah. The, the coffee, coffee place by our house. I do. Where we grew up. Does you this ever count? Just go there and run an everything seed bagel with bacon cream cheese. Mm. Let me know if this counts. I have a number or number two croissant. Oh, I love a croissant. Oh, that, cro- that, that count? counts. Okay, croissant valid. Chocolate croissant. See, I think you're pushing it, but I, I'm going to say valid. Okay, I'm say valid. A chocolate croissant from Mabel's. Mabel's makes terrific uh, chocolate croissants. I think that's my number two. So just like a person you know? No, it is a, uh, a store. Uh, they sell uh, bakery stuff mm. in Toronto. Maybe you should frequent uh, the Toronto area, Mister Whitby. I want to end this podcast. So, I, first of all, Ajax. Second of all, I'm going to stop by the bakery near my parents' house on the way home. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what else they get at the bakery. Um, I think sourdough for me is number one. Sourdough so bread good. is unbelievable. And then number three would be a cheese bagel. I'm doing specific Ooh. bagels. Cheese bagels are fantastic. Even. The cheese bagel at Tim Hortons. Even that. Even that. People love to dump on Tim Hortons food, but I love a lot of cream cheese on my bagel, and they do it right by putting mm-hmm. way too much on a cheese bagel. Delicious. I like that. Tim Hortons, underrated food. Yeah, uh, except for their, the, the where Tim Hortons lost me was the, the veggie burger. I was like, get, a thing. The, Beyond meat get burger. the hell out of here. <laughs> Nobody wants a burger here, much less a Beyond Meat burger with 40 million ingredients. Go away.
Uh, honorary mention, cheesy garlic bread. Oh my god! Oh, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm mad. I'm mad. Yeah. I'm mad. That was fucking. That, that was sh- oh shit. That should probably. That's make, us leaving Getty Malkin three. off the uh, off the uh, draft so on list last, last episode, episode. We did that. Did any of us draft Barkov? Oh, oh shit! Because I got home and I almost punched myself in we the face. We didn't draft Sasha Barkov. <laughs> That's a number <laughs> one center on a top five team in the NHL. <laughs> And none of us had Sasha. Woo! I was like, we're fucking dummies. Uh, <laughs> oh, <man>. No! <laughs> no! He should have been on one of our teams on the second line. Oh, son of a gun. <laughs> okay. All right. Anyways, keep, going, keep going. Next question. Stupid. Next question. All right, this on the one's bread. for uh, Flying. This is from Flying Glass. This is just for Steve. What are your thoughts on the WWE now that Triple H is running the product? You know what? So it's not like I watch every week, um, but uh, WWE is so much easier to follow now because um, the stories all make sense. And isn't it amazing when that happens? Um, Now they are getting some luck and here's the luck. Um, AEW tried long-term storytelling what gets in the way of long-term storytelling when everybody gets hurt (laughs) Mm -hmm. wwe is doing some real long-term storytelling and they're an injury away from ruining everything really yeah like uh what they're doing with the bloodline have you been paying attention Uh, no i have no steve i don't have time Roman Reigns' Adam, faction. I don't have time. Adam does not. I do. No, not that I. Not that I wouldn't, because I think it's fascinating the way they put that product together. I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned from them in mm-hmm. terms of how great it is. But I don't have time. They finally uh, put the belt on MJF. Well, AEW. Um, and a rising star in a faction, um, who I think is going to be like household name, like at least in terms of wrestling, Rhea Ripley. Okay, she's going to be absolutely enormous. Um, she's got this thing where she's just got everyone wrapped around her finger. She's a great bad guy. She's got a great merch thing where she sometimes wears a shirt that says, I'm your mommy. And another time it says, I'm your poppy. (laughs) Because if Dom Dominic Mysterio wants mommy, it's mommy. If he wants poppy, it's poppy. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) There's no <laughs> cool <laughs> i don't know you just guys are just giving me silence now we can't contribute really because we're not regular watchers we're not regular watchers wwe but i know listen i know how many people love that and oh, I, yeah. I don't begrudge that i just i i don't know the the names anymore that's right mm-hmm. and that's i think people enjoy hearing you talk about wrestling. yeah mm. doesn't matter about us why can't no why can't you do that just talk about wrestling yeah i'll, I'll talk about wrestling. we're giving you the platform oh all right <laughs> Rhea Ripley is really good at viral moments Mm. and she has a very unique way of pinning her opponents. So she does her finishing move called the riptide, which is this interesting sort of pump handle body slam. And then she pins her opponent in a way that I can only describe as mimicking missionary sex where she just folds their legs over their head like a pretzel and that's how she pins them. Mm. Yeah, people seem to enjoy her. I'm that's shocked. funny. I'm shocked by that. The mostly male audience enjoying that. Shocking. People just, people <laughs> like what they like. <laughs> Next question comes from Izzy Brinker. 
favorite type of holiday cookie? Hmm. Okay, this is important. This is not me trying to be difficult. This is important. Okay, be difficult. Shortbread. Cookie, yes. Might have to go with my mom's toffee shortbread. Also really good. Oh, the Italian almond cookie. Never had that. Try that. Real good. Okay. With a little bit of spro. Uh, Italians perfected the dunkable cookie. Yeah, they did. All their cookies are too hard. Yes. They require a cappuccino. But then you dunk it. Yeah. And you're like, beautiful. Italian yeah. food. Good. Good. I thought yeah. European uh, food wasn't good, Jesse. Yeah, Euro- <laughs> by European food, I mean British, British food, food and like most German food. Oh, wow. I like German food. Okay. No, no. I'm Don't you dare. To, yeah. Don't you dare. Jesse, next question. No, we're not well, getting cookie, into this. What's your favorite cookie? Favorite cookie? Well, you you're had a, a, I thought you were going to do that. I am definitely a cookie guy. Could you tell? <laughs> um, I, uh, because of my Don't British shame. ancestry, I love it. And again, we talked about this with mashed potatoes, right? Mashed potatoes, elite mashed potatoes are some of the best things you've ever had, but most people can't. Mm. Most people do bad mashed potatoes. Elite shortbread is unbelievable. Yep. Mom shortbread. M- most God, people God-tier. cannot do it. Most people fuck it up and they're like, my family does the best shortbread and you try it and you're like, I just ate um, a piece of the sidewalk. I, it's great shortbread is rare and man, when you get it, savor that shit. Mm. Find the source. Go pump the source, man. It's amazing. Jesse, what do you got? Bad shortbread uh, is a Popeye biscuit with no water. Yes, thank you. It's hard. Shortbread is a good, good number one uh, on the list. Also, I just want to shout out the what is it pillsbury who makes them the one the little ones that are like a dollar you get them at a grocery store you put them in the oven you bake them mm-hmm. yeah. i think that's pillsbury yeah those pillsbury yeah. cookies those are and then they have like the christmas tree in them yeah you know oh yeah like those, those things those, those things are ones. incredible those yeah you cut so them good. from the dough and you can put chocolate in those too like yeah you, can, you can put whatever you want you yeah. put icing on it those are fantastic i don't know how they come out so good elite commercials they got to bring those back yeah mm-hmm. pillsbury commercials mm-hmm. very good even look at their croissant ones, the little guy. Yeah. yeah. I always got worried. I was like, no, don't bake yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, piggybacking off of that one, Lacey also asked, oh, holiday flavor. What's the best? I already got my number one. It's peppermint. Peppermint. Fucking, I can't wait till this time of the year. To I have love peppermint, peppermint too, man. I'm it's with fantastic. you. It's like fantastic. It. After eight chocolates, mm-hmm. like those are unbelievable. Oh. Peppermint Good. mocha from Starbucks, unbelievable. Oh man, I wish I could drink that anymore, but it turns my stomach to acid. No, peppermint is so my good. favorite. So, um, Lacey said, "Why is peppermint superior over gingerbread? Gingerbreads also should be thrown in there." I'm not a big fan. I don't know other Christmas the, flavors you guys got. Speaking of things you can do amazingly or ruin, gingerbread. Mm. Yes, good gingerbread is amazing, but it's like rare. a ginger snap. Eh. You don't like a ginger snap? No, I love a ginger gingerbread. Snap. That's like. Like the the proper gingerbread, really baked at a good bakery, worth paying for. Maybe this is cultural hazelnut. I'm uh, not the biggest fan. But is that a Christmas flavor? I think it's a winter flavor. I, I think don't think it you're. Counts. I don't think you're doing summer summer hazelnut. No, that counts. Unless as it's an this, amaretto. Yeah, yeah. This this time of year, I think it's more hazelnut. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon is that more fall? I guess that's like a fall. It goes with everything. Cinnamon, you fall can into winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can use cinnamon. I think um, candy cane Chestnut. can be done if you can get like candy cane and like an ice cream with some dark chocolate. Yeah, delicious. Uh, but most candy cane is not great. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I like um, 
Uh, I like peppermint. Uh, I like candy cane and gingerbread when done well, I think is the best. I think those are the best three. Mm-hmm. I think we've we've gotten used to shitty gingerbread. We have to... Yeah, gingerbread, uh, I'm Honestly, not the Jess, biggest fan. I, I know a place to get like amazing gingerbread houses and we get them every year and we decorate them oh, yeah. with the family and I'm going to get you one next year. Okay. We've never had gingerbread this good before, but it has to be from this one bakery and it's thick mm-hmm. and it's so- it's not soft, but it's softer. Like it's not, it, it'll like, you won't hear it when it breaks. I don't like crunchy uh, desserts. Yeah, I'm no. not the biggest fan of crunchy. Not a cookie desserts. guy. I like soft cookies. Soft, soft cookies. cookies are the way to go. I'm not a big. So all you the would Italian like the almond cookies. All the Italian dishes are usually crunchy, hard. No, the chocolate. the almond cookies are <laughs> soft. Okay, there we go. Yeah, the so uh, not quite chewy, but they're on route to chewy. Mm-hmm. And most gingerbread is like hard as shit. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's Good fun. gingerbread is not. Yeah. You yes. should be able to break a window with gingerbread. Right, Although most gingerbread can. you can. Uh, next one. All right, this one where we did like thirty minutes of Christmas stuff, so we can move off of that for a little bit. Poppleton Pink. This one's for Adam Wilde. Hmm. Does Adam Wilde still shower with his dog? <laughs> Dogs? No, I don't. Uh, I have what? found a better way. What? I have found a better what? way. I uh, I have a glassed-in shower in the basement. That's uh, that's actually this next room here. Um, and it's an old bathroom, so I don't feel like they can mess it up at all. It's all tiled and stuff. And I just put them both in there. And what's amazing about it is they now crowd around the door because all they want to do is leave. And so I, they come to me, I scrub them, and then you have to let dogs soak. You're, at least according to the vet, the vet told me you have to let them soak for 10 minutes. Oh, that's, that? Apparently that's better. Okay. And then so when I wash them, I let them soak, and then I come back and rinse them down. And when I get Seti's hair done, I didn't realize, uh, I didn't realize this, but you can have dogs pre-shedded now. So Bindi, I had her pre-shedded. What is that? Like they just rub them? I don't. I don't know. I don't know, pets. man. But she doesn't right. shed. She's not like she sheds, but not like she was a snow globe before. Now right. it's like, wow, this is really manageable. You just reminded me of a Leo story. Mm. That not that Leo's a dog, but similar similar thing where the vet's like, I recommend this, and you're like, it's a dog though. That's going to be difficult. Uh, Leo got tubes in recently for okay. his ears, and we're supposed to put these antibiotics in. And he's like, yeah, so what you do is you put these in your ear and you're supposed to uh, lie there for five minutes. And I told him, I go, this is for a two-year-old. And he's like, yep, just try. So I had to invent this game called Buzz Lightyear. Do you know what Buzz Lightyear is? No. I pick him up, I hold him on his side, and I just repeatedly go, Buzz Lightyear, and spin him around and fly him around the house. For two minutes. For, For two to five and then I'm panting, exhausted, arms are shaking, and we turn them around and do the other ear. <laughs> oh, oh my god. And you're just like, what's wow. that ear? Wow. The, yeah. All right, next question. This one's from Matt Wilkins. Matt wants to know, what's in the SDPN pipeline for the new year? Oh, I mean, um, what can you reveal? I mean, we've just launched a basketball show, mm-hmm. so yeah. um, S and Lauren are going to do a great job with that. So we're looking for that to sort of grow. I think you know, obviously, our our goal here, stated goal, is to become a sports network. We realize that we're uh, hockey centric. We have a lot of hockey content. Hockey is probably always going to be the dominant force on this network. But the whole point is that we know that you who watch are not just hockey fans. Um, you know, I'd like to see. And again, we have no fixed plans for this, but I'd like to see something with um, baseball. Uh, I'd like to see something with wrestling, uh, like a wrestling mm. show. 
Uh, I'd like to see, um, I mean, Drew and Stu have done an amazing job with football, but I'd like to do, um, you more. know, they, more. Um, and I think Formula One is another one that I think we'd really like to. Formula One and a little bit of IndyCar. Formula One's where the drama is. Like, I know IndyCar fans hate me right now because there's a ton of drama in, in Indy. Uh, but Formula One's the, you know, for better or worse, the panache sport. So I certainly would really like to see something specifically in Formula One that um, kind of follows the races and that sort of thing. So we'll see where it all goes. And, you know, obviously there's a bunch of things that go into this, right? You know, it's, we're a, a growing network. It's when you go out and you pitch this to advertisers like major banks or auto companies or whatever, you literally have to explain the medium. You have to explain mm. what podcasting is and why it's valuable and, um, and what its strengths are. And um, it takes a lot longer for us to sell this than, you know, a TV or a radio station would because everybody knows what TV and radio are. Uh, you have to remember that a lot of the people we're selling to are people that run ad agencies that are older than your parents. And so you have to you have to be able to convince them that this is a good place to spend money so we can fund shows so we can make it happen. All I can say is you will be surprised. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, it's funny. Okay. Yeah, All right. Looking back on the year, mm -hmm. we got this question from xx and xy chris favorite tv show slash movie from 2022 oh i got a couple i'd like to mention uh white lotus that just ended season two. Oh, i heard that was amazing. just ended as of this recording um fucking fantastic probably my favorite movie of 2022 i don't know if you guys watched it tv show, TV show. That was, sorry tv show yeah i don't know if you guys were watching white lotus it was unbelievable no neither of you i no. have no. not because Natalie beats me to everything. Um, so <laughs> we're working so much on the network right now that I don't get much time outside of hockey games to watch TV. Mm -hmm. um, but I've heard it's amazing. Yeah. Um, amazing. Succession, I watched for the first time all the way through this Love year. Succession. So I count that. Uh, season four, I think, was this year. Mm -hmm. Season five's next year. Unbelievable. Succession's fantastic. HBO. This, Man, this, they're killing it. They're this, killing when, it. When have they ever done anything wrong? Oh, they've done some stuff. <laughs> it just continues. Final Pumped season of Game of Thrones. Thrones. They've done some stuff. Uh, season two of Euphoria kind of sucked. Uh, Sam Levinson sucks. Um, <laughs> but they did beat up Cassie. This awful, <laughs> awful season two. Um, uh, Steve, what have you watched? Did you watch the new Game of Thrones? I haven't. I haven't. Um, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I was eating dinner and I watched the first episode and they go through and I forget how, how fucking vicious Game of Thrones can be. And they cut off, they, they go after the, because there's a big tournament coming to town and they go through town and they cut off the, the arms of all the thieves um, and, the, and the penises of all the alleged uh, <laughs> sexual assaulters in town. What? And you see them getting thrown onto a cart. The penises. Yes. And I was like, you know... <laughs> I, and I was eating and I'm like, listen, I got to be in the right mindset for this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so what I did was, <laughs> am I going to do Game of Thrones or am I going to do Lord of the Rings? Oh. And so I did Lord of the Rings. The new series. The new series. And it was phenomenal. And I'm a nerd and I love Lord of the Rings. And I got to tell you, Lord of the Rings, the, the, the prequel essentially is like how the whole, you know, Sauron began and oh my God fantastic first season of that 
I also have to give a big shout out to Andor, which is um, you guys. You saw Rogue Rogue uh, Rogue Squadron, right? Or Rogue One? Rogue One. Yeah. So Rogue One, the guy, the Spanish guy from that. Uh, uh, you know his. It's basically his backstory and the backstory of the rebellion in the Star Wars universe, and it is. Um, there are parts of it that are so dark you can't even believe it's Star Wars. It's so, wow. and it's dark in in its realism in the sense that you're like, this could happen now. It's very much sometimes like a, a part of what our, our world can be. And it's, it's uh, absolutely fascinating. And I, I, I encourage you to watch it. It's 12 episodes. It's so, so, so good. Bit of a slow burn, but really, really good. I went to the Chris Johnston school of never watching anything. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm a little bit like that too. I need to watch more movies. Uh, really like Docs, um, the Malice at the Palace doc, um, hmm. the... Manti Teo doc. I thought the Malice at the Palace doc ended too quick. It all of a sudden just fell off. Disappointing ending for sure. I was like, oh, it happened. And then all this drama was like, wow. And then, and yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> that's uh, disappointing ending. Manti Teo was interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the like more controversial ones. There was a, a documentary that came out and it wasn't Fire Festival, but it was like, oh, Woodstock 99. That was good. Really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm not a big uh, TV show guy. Hmm. Yellowstone, a bit. I don't like Yellowstone. Definitely jumped the shark a little. <laughs> well, I feel it's like, like I have so much, much to do uh-huh. that having a show to watch is a chore. Like my wife's like, "Oh yeah, we have two episodes of Yellowstone to catch up on," and I'm like, mm. "Like, oh, can that's I, not good." That's can not- I <laughs> can I pencil in? Well, yeah, and, and the, this is a show that. Mm. It say? hasn't impressed me recently. Oh, I'll say that. Yeah, hasn't impressed. Too much me. of the Wild West. I hope it's just going through what season two of Breaking Bad went through, where you spend the whole time going, "What's happening?" Yeah, and oh, nothing's happening, and then holy fucking shit, and then the show never really lets up. Right. Yeah. God, okay. I miss Breaking Bad. All right. In terms of reality TV, Too Hot to Handle was amazing. Oh, that was good. That's a great show. Oh, very good. Uh, the, uh, did you guys ever watch The Circle? I watched one season of that. It was decent, but then it fell That's off. Yeah. I, I, I really like a good Below Deck. I think the mm. new Kardashians season is amazing. I, I the, All the Tristan Thompson drama, the way they shoot it, I was like, man, this is really impressive. I remember like, I didn't get into any of that stuff until I was uh, with Natalie, and so I sort of, she just puts it on. And I'm kind of blown away by the story structure and the everything. You guys should watch it. It's really good. Uh, best one, I think, out of a whole bunch of reality TV. You guys probably haven't seen it. F-Boy Island. F-Boy Island is fucking what fantastic. Is I don't so even want to Google it. It's on HBO Max, so it's on Crave here. It's um, three girls and a bunch of F-Boys and nice guys. And they have to differ. They have, they're at the at they're eliminating guys, oh, and then they're this. trying to get some. Do of the, the three F-boys. girls vote on the guys that get eliminated? Yeah. So each each week they eliminate a couple guys, and then when they're eliminated, they reveal whether they came there as an f boy or a nice guy. So like you can go, you can be an f boy in real life, and then you that. go on the show so and you try. That. You ever heard of f boy? No, no, man. It's huge during that. the summer, oh. and then season two came out this year. And it was oh. so good. Uh, it was, season one was last year, and then season two was this year. So you show up to the island, Christmas and it's like, it's like 30 guys. They have way too many people, but it makes it awesome. And then each of the girls has like 10 guys that are like, I want to go after this girl, I want to go after that girl. And then they don't know if you're actually a nice guy or an F-boy. So you might fall in love with an F-boy, and then he's like, 
I was actually a nice guy. Like, I'm not even an F-boy. You're like, oh, that's awesome. Or you might follow like, a guy who seems like a nice guy, but he's actually an F-boy. Oh, and that dear. happens quite often because the F-boys are good at fooling the girls. That manipulation. <laughs> yes, because they're awful people. So F-boy Island, can't recommend it enough. Great show. That sounds awful. I'll watch it. <laughs> it's fantastic. I would love to see that. You should yes, watch Jesse. it on Crave. Go watch it. All right. uh, they should do that over this break while the show is coming out.